You're listening to Voice Memos, the show about two longtime friends who have informative yet brief discussions about multitudinous topics. If you want to go deep into a topic, this is not the podcast for you. We keep it shallow. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jen and Myron. Hey, so can we talk about how hot it is? It's like 85 degrees today. It's unfair. (laughs) I had to turn my EC on. I got mine on right now. You know what? (laughs) I know there are some really big problems around the world, but it's hot and I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) And your party's this weekend. It is. I've been checking. We've been checking the weather quite religiously and um it looks like uh so we're recording this on wednesday and it i think it got to 85 or 80 i'm hoping because it's supposed to be 90 tomorrow Thursday. but hopefully if the weather 90 i I think it's supposed to be 75 on saturday the day of the party nice and and your party starts at night it does and so we were talking about that and she said just um, maybe yesterday, she said, you know, maybe we should have started the party earlier. And I said, oh, you know, seven is fine because, you know, you never know about the weather and it can be hot and nobody wants to be standing in the sunshine and, you know, this kind of stuff. And then I said more quietly, I told you. <laughs> I didn't say quietly. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so, you know, she's been working on the backyard, you know, getting, because I never had any lighting in my backyard. So, oh, she's been working on getting lighting back there. We got some tables and chairs coming and just a lot of preparation, you know, and it's been sort of about it. You are... Um, coming in and out on your Zoom, so your internet oh, or your, yeah. Oh, you know, I you know, I'm looking at I'm looking at my internet um bar thing here, my Wi-Fi bar, and it is a little low. You're right. Yeah. Are you on AOL? Like, did I hear a dial-up? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm on a dial-up. No, I'm not. But my but you're right. But my strength. It's only like two of these little bars and not three. And I, you know, normally it's three right here. That's interesting. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, normally. Um, so I, I heard a little bit of your, what came in was you saying, I told you so about <laughs> the weather. So we heard that. Um, I thought for a moment when I said your internet was bad, I thought you were going to say, which I quickly reminded myself yeah, this never happened. But I did think that you were going to say, I was doing a speed test. <laughs> And I thought, no, he's not going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Never. (laughs) Okay, so I, speaking of your engagement party and, you know, the wedding coming up in March, I had the honor and privilege to go dress shopping uh, for the best woman for for my dress. And then Leah and then Zoe um, were there. And we went to How one was place. That? You know what? Here's here's the thing. I tried to 
I didn't realize, listen, the last time I was married in 1997. So I think I might've stood up in a wedding. I can't even remember if I did uh-huh. after that. Um, and I didn't realize that you had to do a reservation to go to a bridal shop, especially something like David's bridal, because that's like a chain. So we walked in and they said, oh, do you have an appointment? And I thought, oh, fuck. I had one job, like one job, get us to go dress shopping. And they they took us in. And it was the smoothest uh, experience. They We picked out, we picked out a couple styles of dresses and I took four into a fitting room. Leah and Zoe took probably three or four each. The second dress, I was like, okay, this is it. Like, this is perfect dress. Found out it was in the right color. Um, I wanted bright pink because as we know for the, the bridesmaid dresses, Ileana is looking for shades of pink, um, different style dresses, wants everybody to be comfortable, which is really admirable. And the dress I tried on, I said, you have this in this bright fuchsia pink. And the lady's like, yes, we do. And not only that, it's discontinued, so it's $62. Oh, what a <laughs> great deal. 62 bucks. Yeah. I was like, I bought a purse. And I, if we Yeah, you, you if, totally scored. I scored because the purse by size comparison to a dress is way more expensive, kind of like girl math, right? So my girl math in this situation is the dress has a lot of fabric. So by yard, the purse is more expensive than the dress. That's crazy. But yeah, yeah, that that purse thing or handbags or clutch and all those those things can be really expensive. Like that's that's, expensive. That's the thing. Ilian and Leah found some dress and Zoe, they found it really quickly. And, you know, Ilian's just a, she's just like, whatever makes you feel comfortable. So just a really good experience. And by the time we were done, I think from start to finish, maybe it was an hour, maybe. Yeah. And I, I thought to myself, I feel like we should go to another spot just because this was so quick, but we didn't. Uh, they went <laughs> uh, wait, so everybody, so everybody got their dress. Everybody got their dress. So that's, I mean, that's amazing. It's crazy to think about that. You know, for some people, the men that are listening, usually when it comes to dress shopping, women in general, and I speak from experience and friendships, that uh, they don't necessarily want to rush through the process because maybe I don't like this on my uh, chest or maybe it's making my butt look too big or maybe it's doing this. So to have that experience with three women, mind you, myself, Leah and Zoe, and all right. of us to be like, yeah, cool, we're good. So it was really good. And you don't have this nagging bridezilla. That's pretty cool. And, you know, yeah. I, I like the idea that, yeah, that's, yeah. I liked it. Did you hear my, uh, are you, I, you? I was saying, I think that's pretty cool because I like the idea. Uh, I think I'm doing this podcast. Uh, by yeah, I think I'm doing this podcast by myself since Myron must be, must be like, are you, I, <laughs> are you coming at us from the movie, right. sir? <laughs> I don't know why the connection, wait a minute, I'm going to try it. So if anybody wants to. Okay. I, okay. Here's what I'm going to, when you're talking. Okay. Yep. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to mute. Well, then. Okay. So, so go. <laughs> okay. So if, for those of you that need a visual, Myron now has me muted. So technically, I've, I'm having a conversation with myself. But um, 
I did, I, I don't know if you've been watching this trend on TikTok. I've, I've mentioned that when I just talked about girl math, but um, do you know what girl math is? Yep. Okay. You're, you're so clear on. I've been, I've, yeah, I've been following. Yeah, I've been following it. So tell me some girl math. Um, okay, girl math is if I pay for something in cash, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> if I take something back to the store and they give me money back and I buy something, that was technically free. <laughs> If I have, if I have Epic. Starbucks, like if I put money on my Starbucks card, like $10 and I go to get a Starbucks and they take money off that card, technically it's free because I've already paid for it. And the biggest one is, and I'm going to think about this for your wedding, is that if I bought my airline ticket today and my hotel and it's and I buy it today in October, and your wedding is not till March. By the time I'm traveling, it's like a free trip because I've already paid for it. Look, I totally get that. <laughs> that is absolute. That's great math. <laughs> the best math. <laughs> the, the the amount of the amount of I'm going to tell you this is. And not just because I'm a woman, but I will say women, just based on internet and the interactions I have with women, women are funnier than men. Like there was a post um, the other day that said, okay, women 18 to 25, you're going, you're going to have to be enlisted in the military. And can I tell you the amount of comments from women was ridiculous. Some were saying, hey, my mom says I can't go. Other people said, what are we wearing? You know, like legitimately, <laughs> legitimately was like, so I should do my own nails or how is the parking situation? I mean, the list went on and I'm telling you, women are funnier than men. <laughs> so great. You know what? It's funny because I, I agree with that. And I was just, I was just, I just published a blog where one of the little points I, I included was that something like 70%, somewhere between 60 and 70% of words spoken in movies and on TV are by men. Oh. Like, like, and, and men are forever complaining that women talk too much, but m it's mostly men talking in movies and TV. And even in the ones that are funny, like, dude, we've heard this joke a hundred times. Like it's not it's not funny anymore. So yeah, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. They were talking about how this is my era in this like women are gonna be women are gonna be um drafted into the military in order to fight a war. And um <laughs> people would say stuff like I can't go to war. It's my hair wash. It's my hair wash day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and then how about let's see where you're going and then we'll cancel right before. Like I'm telling you the amount of creativity and humor that women bring to the table 
they really it's it far out surpasses what men say in some of these comments and most of the time like the girl math and the boy math like girls were having fun with it and then men just went in well then women got like they started hitting below the belt so um I, I enjoy the internet for that. For that, yeah. Reason. You know what? I, I I saw a few, and it's so funny how easily and butthurt some of those men were. It's incredible. It is so incredible to think how one statement about girl math turns into trying to knock down, you know, women, and they just come right back fighting even harder. Now, I love the internet for so much entertainment. I look at I I love watching TikTok because it's like three minute. TV shows and insight. And what yes. I don't like the internet is, is the amount of um, propaganda that might come up that's aligned with the news. Specifically, we know that right now it, there is mass genocide happening um, in Gaza and this war is just, it. it's, I've learned a lot. Let's just say over this past week after you and I have had our conversation last week in regards to this, and then just the education piece on how the land was divided, colonized by Britain, given away. I mean, there is so much history there. And I think you said that, sir, you said 80 years or so of history, even farther back than that, um, that we're not really taught in school. And right. I, I think yesterday, you know, someone was saying I have to get offline because, you know, my brain or I'm too emotional. And that's I said, I don't know if you should, considering that's showing your privilege that you don't have to be part of it. I think keeping yourself informed, updated, uh, going to the right sources and collecting data and learning about this rather than just shutting your phone off. Uh, you can't you, you can't do that. And of course, the majority of people that say that are white. Right. The you don't hear, yeah. I, I, I haven't heard of uh, a brown person, black person, indigenous person. I have not heard one person say I'm turning this off so that I, because it's too emotional for me. I, you, I only heard that from white people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, it's, it's, I think we were talking about it. Uh, and I don't, I don't know which, I don't know where the phrase comes from, but it's called the fog of war, meaning there's a, a lot of misinformation and disinformation. And now that we're in it, you know, deep into the internet age, like those first few stories and images coming out of um, uh, Palestine and Israel, there was a lot of misinformation, disinformation, videos that are, you know, three, four, five years old and just propaganda here and there. And then sometimes you, it's like, it's like we should talk about at work that sometimes like before you, you know, post something on Facebook or tweet or wherever, you know, you are, it's good to just pause for a moment. Yeah. Right. Just pause because you might be forwarding stuff. That's just propaganda. It's not accurate. And it takes some time for the actual information to come out. Um, and there's been a lot out there. And I, you know, I, I don't know how you combat it because these, these, um, these apps, these social media apps have very few safeguards yeah. uh, against propaganda and misleading videos. I mean, they they can eventually get taken down, but by that time, they have millions of views. It's done the damage. Yeah. 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 The damage is done. And, you know, like they say, you know, a 
Um, a lie is spread around the globe in, you know, minutes, but the truth might just be packing his bag, getting ready to get in a car to go to the airport. And it <laughs> just it takes a long, it takes a long time. But you know, one thing we were talking about was, you know, who's who's making money off these wars? And I was yeah. talking about how how American uh defense contractors, you know, we're the our nation is the biggest maker of weapons and the biggest seller of weapons. And and so like the US government does that make weapons, but we our government contracts that out to these gigantic corporations. And so you think like you know, we think of like guns on our streets, those are like small companies like Smith the West and these kind of companies. But when you start talking about missiles and rocket launchers and just all types of different bombs and the technology around those things, you're talking big, gigantic corporations. And so I was looking at line and seeing who are the biggest defense contractors. And when you hear these names, you're going to recognize them, but they just don't, you just, we just got them every day. But when you hear, like here are the top five. Number one defense contractor pays Lockheed Martin. Who? Lockheed Martin. Okay, yep, yep, yep. You've heard of them. And, and they have contracts totaling $46 billion. Bill, with a B. With the B, a annual, right? Annual. So, but they're not just. Oh, you came out like again. Missiles and things like that. These people be their jets and all that kind. Their number, yeah, they're number one at forty six billion. Number two is Raytheon, and they're at twenty six billion. And then General Dynamics, twenty one billion, and then Pfizer. The pharmaceutical company. Think about that. They're the number four defense contractor for the U.S. military, U.S. government military. And then number five is Boeing because you start getting into aircraft and things like that. And so just the top five is over $100 billion annually. Annually. And so do are you saying that these companies are responsible for our AR-15s, our missiles, our... Um, I don't even know what uh, grenades yes. like there was, they sell yeah. all of those. They sell the equipment. Yeah. And so, and so the U S the U S military is their primary customer. So our military, you know, I, I forget how many we have in the military, but we got bases all over the world. We got aircraft carriers, um, helicopters, fighter jets, you know, spy satellites, um, aircraft carriers, submarines, nukes all that stuff you know there's these kind that's just the top five there's like a few hundred of them but that's just the top five but yes so they make all the weapons that are then purchased by the u.s military and then in addition to that our government sells equipment to our allies so you think about england france um Israel, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, um, Canada, all across South America, Central America. We sell it in the in the East, um, uh, India, Pakistan. We sell this stuff all over the world. Um, but yeah, so the, 
Our our companies are the biggest arms dealers in the world. We're not the only ones, but we're America. We're the biggest. And so, so sir, yeah. If if I am in Egypt and I want to buy, can I go to an American company or do I have to go through the government? You have to go through the government. Okay. And then the, and then the government um, restricts what you can buy. Got it. Um, like there's certain technology they won't sell. There's certain spy technology and certain navigational technology. There's just certain things they won't sell, but they will sell the hardware and some of the software, but they will sell that stuff. And then it's, it's voted every time we do, every time the president presents an uh, annual budget to Congress to approve in that budget contains the, the military support um, that we provide to our allies around the world. That's always there. And our, our, our military budget as a percent of our gross domestic product is, have to look it up but we spend more on our military than like the next 20 countries combined like combined like we spend so much but we also sell it we make money we sell that stuff around the world and specific to the middle east because we do supply uh weapons and technology and logistics and things to israel but they're not I think they're like the eighth largest um, recipient of our um, uh, military support or weapons and things. But we also sell it to the nations that surround Israel. We sell it to Egypt. We sell it to Saudi Arabia. We sell it to Jordan. We sell it to those countries because the U.S. and the United Nations want to keep things balanced. Right. You want to keep it balanced. So if 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 nation a has this equipment then we're going to sell it to nation b and it's sort of that deterrent that i can reach you with my jets and rockets but you can also reach me so therefore maybe nobody's going to do anything so when people say biden is supplying these these arms to israel right now technically they had already purchased that from the united states not from not from biden yes and that is um that's intentionally inflammatory because again, you could you could find 50 to 100 nations where we sell our arms, right? Weapons, and including Israel. And we have been doing so since the 1900s. Like this started, this started probably before even before the Civil War. We were we were supplying, we supplied weapons, um, Oh shoot, we've been supplying weapons since the 1700s. Like this is one of our top industries. So if there is no one person, no matter the president, whether it's Biden or Trump before him or Obama or Reagan or Nixon, it doesn't matter. It, it is a it is a policy of the US government that we sell munitions around the world. That's what we do to our allies, and we always have. Oh, but see, that's the propaganda we were talking about yesterday, yes. right? Because yes. that's what you hear. Like, you, you've got people that are showcasing and telling, like, here are the bombs that bombed, you know, that are bombing yes. Gaza. And it's supply. You can thank your president for this. And that's the stuff that somebody who has three million followers is posting on their site. And people are like, this is why I'm so sad that I voted for Joe. I can't believe he would do this. Like legitimately buying into it without even really digging into that, like 
Is, is that a true statement? Right, right. It's it's it, it, it's it's really misleading. Like it's really misleading. And like most things, when you're talking about a government or a military, it's way more nuanced than oh, this president, you know, packed up some missiles and took them to Israel and say, here, use these missiles. Like it, that's not how things happen. It's just. It's, it's just not how things happen. And, and if you want to, I mean, you, we could all take a step back and say, we are living in a country, all of us, and the, the highest percentage of our taxes go to our military, and our military supply weapons around the world, and those weapons around the world are used to kill people, well, then we're all guilty. Ooh. Right, we're all guilty. They, we're, we're, we're literally all guilty. And so if you say, if an American citizen says, well, President Biden has blood on his hands. He sold this to Israel. Well, I would say to that American citizen, well, so did you. Damn. Right. So did so did we all. So it's just it's inflammatory and it's misleading. And and you know, I I, I wrote about this recently that you know, I'm a pacifist. I don't believe in violence, but I also understand the world we live in. Like for better or for worse, and it's often for worse, we live in a militarized world. And so so I was saying how the U.S. provides arms to these nations. Well, so does Iran. Iran provides arms to Syria, to Hezbollah, which is another terrorist group on Israel's southern border. They supply arms to Hamas. Um, Russia supplies arms there, but also Iran supplies arms to Russia. And then China supplies arms to just whomever will buy. They're like, they don't have any allegiance. It's just whoever will buy their arms. But uh, Chinese weapons are 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 flooding um, the entire African continent. Like that's where they're selling their weapons because weapons are a valuable commodity. Because because governments, you know, wage war against other nations or their people or whatever it is, and the only way you can wage war is you need weapons. And the top weapons manufacturer is the U.S. number one. I think China's number two, probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, think of thinking about the propaganda piece, right? And the and the weapons that actually hit the Baptist, I think it was a Baptist uh, hospital in mm -hmm. Gaza. Um, mm -hmm. First, it came out that Israel did it. And now it's saying that Hamas did it. Like, do Have you, I know earlier today, you said we're still trying to figure out where they actually, who those, where those bombs came from. Has there been any update on that? There has been an update. And so, um, President Biden spoke on this today. He he was in Israel today. He was the first U.S. president to be in the nation of Israel during a war. And he said that um, there wasn't a rocket fired from Israel. And they asked him, how do you know? He said, because my defense department has confirmed it, that it was an errant rocket fired from uh, Hamas. However, the rocket did not blow up the hospital. The hospital is still there. The rocket, the rocket landed in the parking lot and it did incinerate some cars and it did bust out some windows of that hospital, that Baptist hospital, but the hospital is still there. Sir, stop it. So it never happened. Yeah. And never, and that story, and let me tell you how fast that propaganda spread. That was the front page of the New York Times um, morning edition. And they've had to change that. Sir, that hospital like that. is still standing. That's what is still standing. It's still standing. And you can go online. There's videos and like, here it is. Here's the impact. It, you know, it's not really a crater, but because it wasn't a, it wasn't like a U.S. rocket that would like do some serious damage. It said 
is a smaller rocket. It veered off course. It 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 it, it crashed or exploded um, in a parking lot near the hospital, but not the hospital. It's still there. So all that talk, right? Oh, the president got blood on his hands. These people are savages. Uh, you know, protests. Kids walking out of classes. The hospital's still there. And yeah. and that 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 that's what made me think of pause before reacting to these stories. Wow. Right? I, I cannot believe that. I literally, because you know, I work during the day, it's really hard for me to think about getting online. So I this is an update for me. Like my mouth is on the ground thinking, you're yesterday I see obliterated hospital for what I appear to be just in flames and then people saying 500 to 900 people lost and doctors, nurses, babies, all of that. Right. Crazy. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, I, I just think in the mo in this, in this modern age of technology and and really is global technology, right? Cause you can upload a TikTok from anywhere in the world. Almost. Um, you can put pictures or, or reels on Instagram or Facebook almost instantaneously. I, I just think in this world we live in that with the technology at that's at anyone's hands, right? Whether it's, you know, a child, a teenager somewhere or uh, somewhere at, at a bot farm in some country trying to sow dissent that the mainstream news media has to show or should begin to show some reservations beyond just, we have the first pictures, we have the first story. Because you know what? Often that first story is, it's either incomplete or an outright lie. I am, I am shook. Right? It was plastered everywhere. Everywhere. And, be and because everybody is a, um, immediate, I need immediate satisfaction, immediate resolution that we no longer take professional pauses, as we used to say in the biz. Right. Yeah. Wow. Just, yeah. And then and when you think about how the experts don't know, then all of us random people on social media, we don't know. Wow. I am I, sorry. It's like breaking news when you just told me that. It, it's like something came across my screen. This just in the the right. church was not bombed. I'm just shook by that. That is that's incredible to think um, how fast this is a prime example of how I was a little depressed all day thinking about how a hospital's hit in this war and you know. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they said it, it was an adjacent parking lot, but not the hospital. Now, now I'm gonna get some caveats to that. That that's still now two days later. Like, who knows if that can change? However, all these independent analysts and journalists are coming out saying, yeah, you know what? And people on the ground, so here's the hospital right here. They're showing the hospital, but there is a crater there. But I think it still doesn't take away from the fact that there's a very ugly war going on. Yeah. Right. And, and people are dying and, and civilians. I, I made this point in an article I posted today, you know, during World War II, it's estimated that 70 million civilians died during World War II. Not military, not army people, but civilians. Damn. And it was somewhere around 20, 25 million military. And in Vietnam, the Vietnam War, 2 million civilians died. 
And the point is that in every war, in every modern war, that the people who bear the brunt of the war are not military, it's civilians. And so the stories we're getting out of this war between Israel and Hamas, horrible stories, right? Babies, kidnappings, bombs, just all missiles, all this stuff. As horrible as it is, and it's shocking some, it's shocking some people because we don't teach about war. We don't, we don't teach people about war. And war is civilians are gonna die. And there's all these rules of war, right? Don't bomb a hospital, don't bomb a school, Press. don't bomb, yeah, you know, a senior facility. Um, don't rape, you know, just get prisoners of war. There's all these rules. And you know what? Nobody abides by those rules. They don't. The idea behind war is you cripple the other people as quickly and as effectively as you can. And and it's brutal. It is brutal. And because we sanitize so much in this nation, we sanitize stuff. So when something like this comes out, people are are, are naturally shocked and appalled, right? Because you should be. But really, this is what war is. Even during the Gulf War, remember they were showing videos of drones blowing up buildings and stuff like that. And people were like, well, it looks like a, it looks like a video game. But really, there was people inside those buildings. Like, we see the buildings explode, you know, wow, they got that building. You know what? There was 200 people inside that building. And so we we de- we we sanitize war and we package it for American audiences so that, you know, we are, you know, we are like, we're number one, you know, freedom. For, these colors don't run, you know, military, rah, rah, rah. But really... You know, it's deeper than that. There are actual people being killed, and and it's it's always bad. And so, I, I don't want to take away from the horror of what's happening between Israel and Gaza right now. That's the standard for any war. Wow. Yeah, a mess. A mess. Yeah, a mess. That I didn't real again. You're seventy million people. 70 in World War II, 70 million humans. And you know what, sir? I was thinking about, I started thinking about that because, you know, we have these stories about these famous conquerors and stuff like Genghis Khan, Alexander the Great. You know, we learn about these people, you know, through college or uh, school and everything. And you know what I be th- you know, I was thinking of these pharaohs and, you know, George Washington and all these famous, you know, generals and all this kind of stuff. You know, we don't know anything about the people. Nothing. All those people that died, we don't know nothing. All those people, all those people Genghis Khan took over or the Crusades or, you know, this war between England and France, just regular people like you and me, just dead, lost in history. But then we'll go, Alexander Great was a great conqueror. Well, was he really? Really? Like, what about all the people? The names are lost forever. Just just gone. It's just gone. Like, we just, that's all that's left. You know, it's so, I mean, we sort of do something here because we have these memorials, you know, the Vietnam Memorial, all the 58,000 names are there. We have Arlington National Cemetery, you know, and of course their family members remember them. But we remember General Eisenhower, General MacArthur, Colin Powell. We remember these people, wow. right? But all the, all the regular folk, like we remember Osama bin Laden, you know, we remember that guy. But all the people he killed, or they're not it, written. They're not no, written they're, into history. They're not written into the history books. No, it's just lost. It's just lost. It is Without, just lost. And, and when you think about it, now that 
you've got my mind just going. When you think about it, they weren't even, they were casualties, but didn't even get an opportunity to defend themselves. No, nothing. You're just sitting around. Like, like, I mean, you know war is happening, but you're sitting around and all of a sudden your house is bombed. You know, a, a missile drops on your bomb. A missile drops in your house, you know, on your on your um your caravan, you know, your building or something. It's just it, it, you, you're just dead. You, you're just dead. And I look, I, I, I wrote this, too. In my lifetime, I have been told by my government to hate about 50 different nations. Right. The entire Soviet bloc, China, Japan in the 80s, you know, Colombia, Nicaragua, El Salvador, Mexico, you know, Iraq, Iran, all these countries. And you know what? I don't hate nobody. <laughs> so, you, you know, I don't hate, like, I don't hate them. Like, you can't hate a whole nation of people just because this particular government you know, when I'm 15 says, this is your enemy, you should hate them. And then now, now 18, oh, you know, now this is your enemy, you should hate them. And now I'm 25, you should hate them. I'm like, man, leave me alone. God, you're right. <laughs> leave me alone. It's crazy. You know, and you think about, and I'm learning, I'm learning about Palestine and being second rate citizens and the, and, and not realizing that Israel controls everything, their water, their electricity, their food, like whether they can come and go. Legitimately, I know we talked about this last week and, and the scene is open air prison, but it is, I, I don't think I knew just the severity of how it is just second-class citizens. Yeah, it's- It's, um, it's apartheid. It, it really is apartheid. It is, it, it's, it's crazy to think that this is the shit that we're not really taught. Yes, yes, and like e even even that, even those phrases, that phraseology, open air prison, apartheid, even that, even that will get major blowback from American Jewish people who say none of that is true. That's that they say that's propaganda. Wow. And and I, I am like, like I, we talked about last week. Way smarter people than us were trying to figure this out for 80 years. Yeah. Right. And before that, you know, another 80 years and then another hundred and then another thousand and then 5,000. And they look, I, I can't figure it out either. I, I know um, Pete Davidson, that guy on Saturday Night Live, he made a really great statement on Saturday Night Live this past weekend. He said, uh, I'm going to paraphrase him. And I agree with this. He said, I'm all for children not being killed. I, 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 I don't care where the missile is coming from. I don't care about the political ideology, the religious aspects. I don't care about any of that. Because once you once children are dying because of that, then you and whoever that you is, you're wrong. Yeah. Right. Because that child, that child had no choice to be where they are in the world, whether they're in, um, at a, at a peace festival in Israel or in a school or walking down the street in Palestine, like that child does not deserve the output of dumb ass adults doing dumb ass things. Well, and it's, and what's really happening, I think what's really separating. Yeah. I guess the ignorance of not knowing what's 
what longstanding history is happening in Palestine and Israel, throw on the fact that you've got Bible thumping, uh, God loving people that claim that this is supposed to be happening so that we can get our land back. That's, that's the deal that, that America is mostly American, American event evangelists and evangelicals and, um, Protestants, mostly not so much Catholics, but mostly various Protestant sects of Christianity believe that in order for Jesus to return, there first has to be a gigantic war in the Middle East that involves multiple Islamic nations destroying Israel. And that sets the stage for Jesus to come back. And so in their twisted theology, they're cheering on all the all this stuff that's happening there. Cheering on. And, and what's crazy about it, these are the same people, the same people that believe in pro-life. It makes no sense. It's, it is so, it is, it's one of those things that you and I've talked about in the past when it comes to space. You know, when someone says you're actually seeing the sun eight minutes after the light, you know how we talked about like it's going to take 13 billion years for somebody to see what we look like today. When you think when you say that and your brain can't process it, it's like, what? how is that? I, I can't even wrap my my little tiny brain around that. It's the same in this situation where I can't wrap my brain around someone that says every baby matters. You need to have that baby even if your own life is at risk, to wipe out all the children so we can get the land. Right. And, and it, it's it's too bad they got they got bombed because you know they're they're, they're talking, yeah it just I, I, I'm like you I can't put that together in my brain. I can't like, I, I can't connect the dot to someone to to rest on that to rest on that platform completely just it's not even you've you've given me this advice uh, over the past quite a few years where there is no matter what you say to somebody, they are so ingrained in their belief system that arguing or trying to shift that mentality or even asking questions, maybe trying to get them to think differently will not happen. It's not going to happen they're, they're, and they, they get entrenched. And you know what? I think I, I think we talked about this before that, that if I am, if I'm one of those, peace concert goers in Israel and now I'm dead, right? Because Hamas attacked. Yeah. Or if I am uh, a Hamas, a Hamas, a Palestinian mother in Palestine, I've been trying to like just live my life, take care of my family, just do the best I can under these circumstances. And now I'm dead from an Israeli missile. I don't care about these governments arguing or these religious people arguing. I don't care about anybody because I'm dead. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm dead. Like none of that stuff matters. So even going back to these people, I was talking about Alexander the Great and all this stuff. We only get this one life, and it's only 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years. And all of a sudden, you get wiped out by a missile, or you know, a drone bomb. I don't know, or something, or a school shooting. Right? You're just yeah. in class, and that's it. You're done. You're, you're done. It's over. And it, and 
And then the people left behind are arguing about, you know, is this propaganda? Did this hospital get bombed? Does Israel have a right to all this land? Is this an open air prison? Should Muslim countries take in Palestinians? It doesn't matter. I'm dead. I'm dead. Wow. And I, I, I just, something about that is so awful to me. It's so awful because going back to your original point, these evangelicals are so pro-life that they, you know, they have, they have passed hundreds of laws to restrict girls and women from having abortions, from having um, ultrasounds, from having, you know, women's health care because the sanctity of life is so important. And then on Sunday, they're preaching about we need to bomb Gaza and Palestinians off the map. No. Like, what is that? <laughs> it, it's, it's, you just can't comprehend it. Like, if you can't even write this stuff. And you're a writer. Like, legitimately, your thought process would not be, I protect all children, no one can get an abortion. And then three pages later, you wouldn't be writing about, um, well, if children die, that's the way of God. Like, that just wouldn't right. be something that you would write. Because it doesn't make logical sense. Common sense is what you always tell me I have. And I cannot, the common sense to even put those pieces together makes no sense to me. So if you're resting on this, like, God, this is God's will. I don't want to know that God. Let me just say this. If right. you, if there is a God that creates a hell on earth, I don't want, if, if there is a God that's out there, I don't want to know that God because he should just be good. If, if there is a God, <laughs> everything should just be good, but you have, you there are there are stipulations to your god and that you're okay with him providing fear you're okay with you're signing off on that right look i said this the other day it is that time of year when every saturday and sunday american christians are praying so hard to god for their football team to win <laughs> 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 That's what they're praying for, and when their and when their team wins, they're thanking God. They're thanking God, and I'm like, don't you think God probably has a few other more important things to be doing on this yeah. planet? <laughs> right, what's happening team, all over this continent? <laughs> help your team kick a last second field goal, like a really because if, because if, right, sir. I'm like you because if God is doing that at a time where we got so much death and destruction going on then you know what that's not a very nice guy yeah i don't want to i don't want to be that guy and i wouldn't want to tell anybody it's very similar when it says well you'll pay for it in hell or you'll be don't worry you'll pay for your you'll repent like you're i have to if god is good he should put me on this earth to live the life that i deem the most fulfilling to me not god's way and he should appreciate that or she should appreciate that it is insane to me that the common sense of thinking about religion and how if it, it it's very similar to, oh, God saved me from cancer. Well, why did God give you cancer to begin with? Right. Right. And What's what about the point the of giving you that? What's the point of giving you cancer? Right. It makes no oh, sense. Huh? It makes no sense. So I can't comprehend it. And you can have these conversations with open-minded religious, or I don't want to say religious, but uh, people that have a strong faith, you can have that conversation. And of course, 
I always rest on the fact that if this is something that makes you happy and genuinely this gives you fulfillment, then I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to tell you yes, no, or indifferent. I'm going to support that. That's what you want. I personally cannot comprehend it. Like I cannot think that this God has killed this child and given this child leukemia. Why did he do that? Like if he, if he created it, why did he give it? Like, why did he even create it? Right. Keep it to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You know, it's like, sir, it's like that. It's like that. Um, when we were in sales together in that retention group and, you know, my boss wanted us to have a, you know, a really unreasonably high retention. And I said to that guy, I go, I asked that guy if he was Christian. He was like, yeah, why you ask? I said, well, 30% of the angels left heaven to go to hell. So God's retention rate was only 70%. You expect me to be God? <laughs> Anyway, what are you watching? Okay, so I was so happy because I watched this show on Showtime. It's on Paramount Plus too. It's called Billions. And it has a just a great cast all around. I don't know their names. I like I, I don't pay attention, but Paul Giamani is like one of the main characters yeah. in there. Um it is such an intelligent fucking show. There's times where I have to replay it because I'm like, wait, what did they just do? Where I'm like, wow, that I wish I had that brain capacity to watch it. So this this seventh season is the final season of the show. So I'm really entrenched in how they're going to end it. And uh, it's it's spectacular. Um, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So Billions is only in the second season? Seventh. Like oh, seventh. Seven. Oh, seven. got it. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Seven. Got it. Okay. So if anybody likes to watch shows that are completely finished, because I, I know some people that they won't watch a series until it's done so that they can so they can binge it. I don't I'm not friends with those people, but I I hear I hear that because I don't know if I could be a friend with you to be like, hey, I want to talk to you about this show. I'm not watching it until the series is over. Like I who are you? Um, but I'll tell you, it's it's so good. And right now I am just I can't get enough. Uh, I finished Gangs of London season two. There was only eight eight episodes. So that is finished. Again, highly nice. recommended. Very, very violent, torturous. Uh, I mean, we're talking gangs. And when we talk gangs, yeah. we're talking gangs that give a shit if they hit you with a hammer or a gun. It don't matter. Um, and then I started, I haven't finished the first episode. I'm almost there. A, a new TV series. I think it's on Peacock. It's called Found, F-O-U-N-D. And there is a woman in there, Shanola Hampton. Oh, she, yeah, I saw. Yes. She was in Shameless. Now, Shameless was one of my all-time favorite shows. She was Viv. I think it was Viv in Shameless. So she was married to Kevin uh, in Shameless. And she is a PR person, like a private um, investigator specialist that finds marginalized groups of people that are missing. So her focus is finding Black and Brown folks that do not get the news coverage. Um, but there's a little twist. I think you find it in season one, but she has a little secret of her own because she was also kidnapped. Um, and if you see, if you watch the the trailer, the idea is she was kidnapped. 
And then now she has the guy that kidnapped her. She has him in her basement. And she I love it. I, lo him. I love it. I love it. She uses him to solve cases. Ooh. Remember in um Desperate Housewives, I think season two, that lady had somebody in the in the basement or something. What? Do you remember Desperate Housewives? ABC years ago. Oh, with Ava Longoria? Yes. Remember okay. one of the housewives had like a killer son locked up in the basement or something. Oh my God. God, I think I remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, very similar to that. And I think Mark Paul Glacier, he is the he is he used to be Zach, I think, on Saved by the Bell. And you know, funny story about Saved by the Bell. My mm -hmm. um every time he hasn't done this recently, but my dad, if we would mention or see an actor or actress, he would say, weren't they on Saved by the Bell? Like, didn't matter who it was. Everybody was, <laughs> everybody was from Saved by the Bell. So when I see any actor or actress from Saved by the Bell, it just makes me chuckle when I hear that. So, um, <laughs> you know what, you know, it, it, in a related note, my daughter likes like, 80s and 90s rock in addition to like a lot of other music but every time there's one of those songs come on i i, I just say is that journey <laughs> <laughs> you probably <laughs> i can see why you would do that oh my god Woo! so that's good big brother 20 season 25 has been really good not disappointing at all real housewives of salt lake city is getting super juicy um and then that's it i think oh and and then v on um amazon prime we no jen v, jen v is so good oh my god jen v I, is yeah so i think i think it's five episodes that are out right now and five or six i think and um I think I'm caught up, but I'm going to make sure tomorrow. So I, I'm watching that as well. It's very good. In the morning show. Are you watching that? I haven't started season three yet, but it's, it's so good. that I got to finish Lioness, um, both on Apple and then also found. I got to start that. Um, I just finished watching the, the new, the latest Haunted Mansion, which is on Disney Plus. I think your nephews are like it. Okay. And. It's very good, and it's it's the ride, and, and you know, and there's like a few versions of that movie out there, because uh, Eddie Murphy did one some years ago. There's a Muppet movie version of it, and this latest one, I think it came out maybe a few months ago. It's very good. Um, and then I'm start. I just started Loki. Loki season two is on Disney Plus as well. Okay. Um, so I started that, and then um, besides Gen V, I'm also watching. Uh, what is the name of that movie? Um, uh, how oh, I know. I finished. Did we talk about Fair Play on Netflix? That was a was that a movie or a series? It's a movie. It's a movie on Netflix, and it's it's really intense. It's the lady who plays in in the first season of Bridget. Oh yes, and you mentioned it's, that. It's a lot. Okay. It's a lot. It's it's a movie. Wait a minute. Yeah, it's a movie. It's really intense. Like, I they're they're they just work in in the financial sector, and it's just a lot of stuff happening. Um, yeah, I don't even want to spoil it, but it's 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 good. But it's also we should probably talk about it because it covers a lot yeah. of good territory for women women professional people. So there's that. Um, and then I just want to give another shout out. We talked about this before, but I want to give another shout out to the Hallmark movies oh, Fall God. into Love. <laughs> 
Oh my God. I hate this season. I hate this time of year. <laughs> the Fall Into Love movies, they're they're so awful, but they're really good. And I'm watching two um regular TV shows. Uh the, the current season of Survivor. Okay. And then the current season of Amazing Amazing Race. And they're 90 minute episodes I hear. They are. I think there'll be um fewer of them overall. And and they're just like they've always been. They added a couple of things here and there, you know, but basically they're it's this they're both the same show they've always been. You get the people you like, get people you hate, and, and um survivor, you know, you start rooting for people to break a leg, you know, get stung by bees and stuff. That's always fun. You know, the backstabbing, then amazing race, you know, there's always some couples that don't know how to drive a stick ship, afraid of heights, can't swim, and you like, why are you on the show? Can't read a map. <laughs> <laughs> Can't read a map. That's exactly it. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, that's all the good stuff. Wow. So I do want to, I think it's super cool that we have a lot of good listeners out there, super supportive. Um, I always get really good feedback. And I did share this with you, but I think it's really important that I got amazing feedback on Myron um, from one of my one of my good friends, <clears throat> Anthony reached out and said, Myron just is so like, he makes sense. He, he makes it easy to understand. He's so smart. And so I think sometimes, uh, I might tell you those things, but it's really important that, you know, our audience knows the same thing because this isn't the first time I heard it, but I, I wanted to share that really good piece of feedback because you do really have a gift of breaking stuff down. So, uh, although I hate it, because I wish I had part of that in my brain to, to be like that. I also respect it. And I'm glad you're my friend. Cause then I can reach out to you and be like, tell me a little bit about this so that I can, so that you open my eyes to things that maybe I've, I've never, um, I, I never thought to look into before. So uh, I'm going to no, give you I, that. I, I do appreciate hearing that. And then um, this is the only time. I, this is the, thank you. This is the only time I admit that, admit that is that um, maybe it's just because I'm older than you. <laughs> <laughs> always you will always be older than me and with this is i think our 70 our 77th episode so we have a couple more before we hit 80 and i i think wow sir, that we have to really start getting our hate list back where like each of us maybe do eight on our 80th and th the things we hate yes. i think my list every day continues to get longer it'd be good to like share that with our audience. okay let's do it let's do the hate list at number 80 and then next week Let's be certain to talk about Britney Spears' new book. What? I didn't even know she had a book. Britney Spears has an autobiography, autobiography and the tea is piping hot. <laughs> it's so know, good. I don't know if I'm comfortable using that phrase, the tea is piping hot. Like, I don't know how that makes me feel. <laughs> you, have, you have to picture me with a, little, with a little coffee cup in my pinky up. <laughs> Okay, so we have to talk about that. I'm sure there's going to be some stuff on the internet about. It. So she is it called like Knives Up or Get a Slice <laughs> of This? <laughs> I, I can't remember the name of it, but People Magazine have been has been leaking because they're they have it, and I mean leaking is they're saying they're they're leaking it, but they're just promotions, you know. But they've been leaking bits and pieces of it, and most of what they've been leaking, you go out there on the internet is there is about. Uh, Mr. Justin Timberlake. 
child. Okay, mm, say less. <laughs> it is. It is so. It is so. The tea is steaming. <laughs> <laughs> it's piping hot. <laughs> Uh, oh, I had to explain that to my sister what the tea was. So, um, <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know, we don't want to assume that everybody does. It's the gossip. It's the gossip. It's <laughs> all the good gossip. So, yeah, so we're going to talk about some Britney Spears next time. Your ba your um, engagement party we'll talk yes. about because the, yes, that's this Saturday. Yes. Stories from the party and also stories because, you know, my, my future mother-in-law and sister-in-law and best friend-in-law will all be here um, starting tomorrow for the next four days. That's crazy. So we'll have a lot yeah. to talk about next week. I'll give a little insight on how I'm feeling about the puppy coming in November. And, yes. Uh, give you my feelings around that. So always a pleasure. Sorry for the technical difficulties with um, Myron and his AOL dial-up account. It wasn't probably working <laughs> properly, but looked like it sounded like it got uh, fixed throughout the throughout the conversation yes thanks to our listeners rate us uh review us share us and uh put us on auto download we love you as listeners keep sending those questions yes tell us what you want us to talk about and we have no problem doing it we always have an opinion on everything but out. have a great week jen Blood out. you have a great week bye bye, bye. love this podcast be sure to like subscribe, and leave a review. Visit the episode description to find out how you can connect with the hosts on social media. Voice Memos is a production of Dear Dean Publishing. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without consent.